Okay, good evening, everybody. Say, if anybody could put on their video, that would help me because uh, it's hard to be talking only to myself. <laughs> good evening, David. Okay, now as we will see, Beis Hashem, this year has a very close connection to what is happening tonight. I hope that will become uh, quite evident. But I can't resist uh, sharing what I've shared with some of the fellows in the yeshiva, that when they're watching the game, even the most exciting one, you're only a, a, a spectator. But when you're involved in the learning, then you are making the play on the field. So that's what we hope to try to do together. And uh, I'm not sure exactly how much time we have. So if we go a little bit over, no one should have any tightness. Um, I hope we'll be able to get some good help on, you know, what time we have to start trying to be finished by. Okay. Uh, there was something in last week's session that uh, triggered something in uh, my own understanding of a little piece that I've spent a good amount of time on in the past. And that gave me the feeling that, well, maybe we could do something bite size, unlike uh, past years where we didn't try to have the shear during the halftime. And this relates to Ramban in the mitzvah of the Hope we've had a chance to take a look at it. Where the Ramban explains that um, the obligation of the Torah is not to love your fellow Jew literally, totally, completely, identically to yourself. Says so that is not um, really within a person's capacity. But rather, the way he seems to be noted in explanation, the Lashon of Liriyacha means for your friend. You should love, you should want for your friend everything good for your fellow Jew, everything good in every way, just like you want for yourself. And he says there could be a person who um, you want for him certain things. Says I want to help him to become wealthy. I see him as uh, be a good business mind, and here's the opportunity for him to really take advantage and be financially successful in a very good way. But I don't see him really so conditioned, so uh, really capable for gaining wisdom. I won't try to help him in that area or really want for him to be successful in that area. And that's, that's not what the Torah is directing us towards. The Torah wants us to want for our fellow Jew to be successful in every way, just like I want for myself. And then he adds, And even if he loves him, he cares for him, wants good for him in everything, he wants his beloved friends, calling him beloved friend. He wants for him to be successful financially. Okay, you know, shouldn't be the kind of Aisha that'll take him away from Ruchnius, but that he'll be secure, successful, will be respected and admired by people, have a good social standing, with 
knowledge, chokhmah, wisdom, wants him to be successful in every aspect of life. But not equal. Not equal to me. He wants that he should be ahead of his friends, at least a little bit, in every way. So let's just stop and take note of this, which is quite fascinating. You have somebody who is on quite a respectable level, I'm trying to think to myself, you know, could this some could this be someone that we could even really personally relate to of having a real caring, a real desire? really cares for his friends and wants him to be successful in every aspect of life. is called beloved friend. And we can imagine, you know, having that kind of desire for our children. They should be masleach in every way. But to have such a close friendship, I don't even know how many people are so fortunate. But we shouldn't, you know, back away from learning about this, even if it doesn't directly apply to us in our personal life. We can hopefully still learn from this Indian. But try to imagine having such a close relationship with somebody. That means that you're a person of a good spiritual standing to have developed a real caring for your friend, for a fellow Jew that you sincerely want from, you will help him. You will help him to be successful in every way of life, just like you want for yourself. But still, I need to be ahead. Like I was mentioned last week, we have our ego needs. That person who is able to love another Jew love his friends so completely could still at the same time have in his heart a need that but he shouldn't be equal to I have to still be ahead of him try to imagine this you know, in some life situation somebody that you're close to you're in business together you're in yeshiva together whatever it might be and you want him to be matzliach at the same time, but, but I need to be ahead of him. It's seemingly quite powerful. Says the Ramban, the Torah is commanding this loneliness, this lessness of some kind of a we normally call jealousy or that need to be ahead of my my friend should not be in my heart. You should love for him the abundance of good, like he loves for himself, like he wants for himself. Shouldn't place measurements in the Ava. So I was wondering, it seems like in terms of Ava, terms of his real caring for his friends, he has it. He wants his friend to be successful in every way, as much as his friend himself would possibly want. And maybe his friend doesn't even care who's ahead. 
seems to be like a separate problem. I want to be ahead of him. I need to be ahead. I need to be on top. It's a undesirable midah to have kinder, to need to be just a little bit ahead of the other person. But how does it relate to the union of Ava? How is this like really included, really part of the mitzvah of the I'm sure the Torah is not just using the situation of the love for your friends and the word kamoicha as some kind of a convenient way to tell me get rid of this bad midah of kinah. Torah is not using the word kamoicha in the mitzvah of Behafta to sort of stick in or include another midah that Torah wants us not to have and found a convenient way how to say it. The Torah is commanding in this mitzvah Kamoicha should want for him everything good like yourself. So is there really anything lacking of what I want for him good? I want from everything good. Just I need to be a drop ahead. That's like my own problem. It's my own midah issue that I need to be a drop ahead of him. But in terms of my caring for him, my caring for him is as, as much as he would want for himself, I want for him. Maybe he doesn't care if I'm ahead. So why is this somehow part of the mitzvah of Yehavta Chalkamoicha. How is it really relating to this mitzvah of Yehavta? So ordinarily we would uh, pause here and encourage a lot of good contribution. But I'm not sure how much time we have. So if anybody has any thoughts on this, please save it. Just in case um, what I'm thinking is not the same. And if it winds up being the same, I'd love to hear about that too. And please make sure that you get that somehow to me by text or by calling or by email, whatever method could work. So my thought is that um, there's no better time to try to answer this question than a night like tonight. Because what's really going on when I'm feeling that I want to be ahead? What does that mean? What is that really all about? I need to be ahead of him. Doesn't that really mean I'm engaging, at least in my mind, in competition? I'm making my success dependent upon being the winner in my competition with him that I've created in my own mind of who is more successful in life. And if he becomes too successful, it's going to prevent me from being the winner. So in effect, in my experience, in my emotional experience, we are also against each other. He is my good friend. I do want him to be very successful. But I also need to beat him. I'm also trying to beat him. I also need to be ahead of him. That means... And we're at some degree, at least in my experience, in my thinking process, there's also a mixture of us being against each other. And he may not be participating in this, but in my mind, I see him as competition for me. I see him as threatening me. If I need to gain my feeling of, of value and accomplishment and self-worth by being the winner in this competition, then that by definition means 
We are not really ba'achtos. We are not just all together. He is also my opponent. He's also, in some degree, I don't want to say the word enemy, but he is also against me in, in the way that I am experiencing our friendship. There's a lot of a good positive. I want to be very successful, but I also need to be beating him, even by a little bit. What else does it mean? He shouldn't be equal to me. I want to have more than him in all areas. I should be just a little bit richer, just a little bit more respected, just a little bit more knowledgeable. What is, what is that all about? I don't have any other way to explain it, except that I have to beat him in this competition that I have conjured up, so to speak, that's existing in my mind and heart, in order for myself to be successful. So then there's a, there's a mixture of closeness and friendship and also distance and competition and conflict. There's a mixture of closeness and conflict. So then it's not a matter of a lack of the amount of Ava. It's a lack of the kind of Ava. Taylor wants the Shibia Ava that's free from this that doesn't have that mixed in together with it. To just be wanting everything good for him, like I want for myself, without the added elements of wanting to be ahead of him, wanting to be, in a certain sense, defeating him, and gaining for myself through that success and that competition. Does that make sense to any of you, Rabbi Sai? This much, I'll, I'll, I'll accept the contribution. <laughs> if anybody thinks it makes sense, you can let me know however you can, however you feel comfortable. If not, you can also let me know. So this is the first step. That if I need to be a little bit ahead, that means I'm relating to us, to that person who I do really sincerely care for and want a success that we're also in some kind of battle with each other. At least I'm using it. I'm using his success as a measurement for mine being superior. That's not the fullness of the Ava. But I still Is have... That... Sorry, sorry Rabbi, charge. Is that lack of ava or simple, simply meaning it's it's, oh. it's just my lack of my self-esteem? Oh. Right? Oh. Let's say there was no ava, but I was I was I had like Moshe Rabbeinu self-esteem. Right. right? How, 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 there would be no competition. There'd be right. no need for a competition. Right. So it's not a lack of ava. It could be right. the most ava I could possibly oh have. Right. But Very it's good. Very good. That's my next question. My next question is: It's true that this produces some kind of a imperfection in the Ava, but it's still not a mitzvah of Ava. Bishlam of the Rabban would say, the Ava should be so great for your fellow Jew, like you have, you know, for your own child, that you should be happy for him to have more than you. That's not what he says. He says there shouldn't be the lowness of this kinah. That shouldn't be in your heart. But that's not a matter of the lack of Ava. Like, like I was saying, that's I have this me the problem. 
So we know that there are many midas that a person needs to work on in order to make mitzvahs properly. So you still still shouldn't say the Torah is commanding in the mitzvah of Ava not to have the lowliness of kinah. If we need to get rid of that mitzvah of kinah, maybe it should be a separate mitzvah. Or it should be understood like in many, many mitzvahs. If I'm going to be very lazy, I won't get up to daven and to learn. If I'm going to be too tight with my money, I'm not going to do tzedakah. We're going to say when the Torah gives the mitzvah of tzedakah, the Torah is commanding not to be too tight-fisted. When the Torah commands me to learn Torah, the Torah is commanding me not to be arrogant and be willing to learn from even somebody much younger who maybe only knows one thing. But of course I need that in order to be fulfilling the full mitzvah of Lima Torah. I need to remove the gaiva so I can learn from anybody and be able to gain the, the full measure of Chachmah that there is to be gained. So many, many mitzvahs have a need for removing a negative midah that will conflict with the mitzvah, prevent the mitzvah. So if I now wind up in this state of conflict and I need to remove the kinah, how is that like defined in the midst of Ava itself? The Rabbana is saying, Yitzhava Akasim, the Torah is commanding, or at least including in the command, it should be Kamoicha, should be just like me. Well, of course, if I have Ava, it will be just like me. Just if I have a bad meat of Kinnah, if I have this uh, need for ego accomplishment through competition, it's going to stand in the way of Ava. It's going to cause conflict with the Ava. It's going to diminish the perfect state of Ava. We won't be only Bachtas because we'll also be in competition in my mind. But how is that the defining the midst of, why is that like in the midst of Ava itself? It seems to be like a separate problem that I have to get rid of. Is, is, is that sort of what you meant, David? Some, something like that, yeah. Meaning it's a okay. It has nothing to meaning. It's 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 a different problem, right? Meaning I love you very much. I also have bad midos. I also have low self esteem, and right. Uh, you know, I need to I need to define. I need to I, I need to feed me, also, right. kind of thing. Excellent. So, I think we can answer this also, <laughs> but again. It's always best that we can bring ourselves onto the scene and try to imagine it. We can only imagine it. Of being in that kind of a situation where there is real powerful closeness. At the same time, there's that pull within me to measure, to try to gain my is for myself, my esteem of myself, through the competition, through being on top of somebody. Is it possible that what the term means to say is, it's true that there's this pull to a competition. It's true that there are those ego needs. And there's a there's a natural inclination towards that measurement. But the Torah is saying, don't bring it here. You don't have to give into it. You don't have to give it your attention. If you don't measure, then you won't know who's ahead. 
if you don't place your attention on who's ahead of who, then that won't get mixed in into the relationship. It's true there's a pull on the person, but the Torah could be saying, the Torah could be saying, realize how good it is to not have that mixed in in the Ava. The translation is, it doesn't say, it doesn't say, don't put a limit on your love. It says, don't bring in measurements in the place of Ava. I don't know where you'll find to have that competition and be able to engage in it. Maybe there won't be any convenient place. But certainly, this is not the place to be doing it. And if I engage in it, I don't give it my attention. If I don't feed it, it will not develop. So I have to, in a, in a certain sense, get into that pull and make that part of my focus in terms of our relationship of who is ahead of who and who has how much. And the Torah is saying, it's not just don't pursue a bad midah. The Torah is saying, do you know how good Ava is? Do you know what this could be? Do you know what you're losing out by conflicting it, by limiting it, by confusing it, by trying to combine it with conflict at the same time? You're losing out what is so good, what is so much better than anything that you would want to achieve of good feeling through being ahead of him. Like I began to talk to you, I think we're losing out through the Anova. You're, you'll be gaining something so much better. You just have to let yourself experience it. You have to give it a chance. It, it's not automatic that it will take you over. It's not by will not take you over by force. There's a natural pull in that direction. Granted, there is a pull in that direction. But you don't necessarily have to give it your attention. It's like, like, the Sefer Chinuch says a person could control their emotions. What does he mean? Doesn't say. Doesn't say how. I would guess the pshat is, if I don't give my attention to what somebody has, then my desire for it is not going to grow and grow and grow. Like the Rambam says by improper thoughts, I should divert my thoughts to matters of wisdom, of Torah that are more enjoyable. And the, what the Eitzar has to offer. I'm not forced to be using this relationship as a means of measurement to give myself my basic self-esteem. There is a pull for that. But, but the Torah is saying, the Mokim Ava, in a place of somebody that is so good, that you have accomplished something so good, you have already such a power of caring for the other person, to such a degree that you really want everything good for him. Don't bring in kina, the makom, the av. Don't do it here. Don't try to gain that, that ego upliftedness in the place of the ava. That's pchisus. That's lessening it. That's reducing it. That's, that's almost disrespecting it. Do you know how good this is? How good this could be? You know how much you could enjoy 
full, complete simcha for your friend's success that's not going to be encumbered and limited and confused by the fact that maybe he's getting ahead of me. It'll be amazing. This is not just a command of the Torah. This is a gilu of the Torah. The Torah is saying, you have the kaya to not place your attention of, uh, uh, on who is ahead of who. And it's not kedai, and it's not necessary. It will not be better for you. This will be so much better. This is Ava, this is Kedusha, this is beauty. You have it here, it's there for you. You already have it to such a good degree. So, Elamai, but I want to be on top. Don't place your attention on who's on top of who when it comes to the place of friendship. Like someone that you have that friendship for, just let that go. Don't place your attention on that. If you don't feed it, it won't develop. If you don't measure it, it won't be on your mind. It won't be in your hearts. It will just be pure good ava. So we're saying just, just love simply, plainly, without complication, without mixing in something else into it. This is a good place. This is a place that will be so good for you. It will be better than anything that you want to try to gain through the means of competition. That's the mitzvah of the Torah. To give hashivas to the Ava, not to increase the Ava, but to respect the Ava, to value the Ava, to realize it's not kedai to mix it with something else that is of a lesser value, of a lesser nature. There's Bukhlal, not the true covet of a person. My covet is being ahead of somebody else. That's not my covet. But other Abba, my covet is, my cheshivas is, that I have Ava for my fellow Jew. That's my cheshivas, that I can feel good for him, I can feel happy for him. Do you want, you want to diminish this? you want to complicate this? you want to deprive yourself of this? You have to be crazy. That's what the Torah is showing us. Take the Ava and just run with it. It is all good. It doesn't need anything to be added to it for you to feel good about yourself. Go ahead. How, two things. One is, how do you know that's a maybe the maybe maybe means over here only on a momentary basis, and that is possible because the relationship that Rebbe himself quoted between a father and a child, right? The only relationship where the father doesn't mind if a child goes ahead of him, right? Rebbe says there should be no there should be no measurement, and yet by the fact that the father doesn't mind that the child goes ahead of him, must be that the father measured that the child got ahead of him. And yet it doesn't bother him. So we well, see maybe that's internal and that's natural. That is how we are. We are in that way. It, our, it's, it's, it's just, just Matthias. The second it happens, we see it. And we feel it. And there's, the barometer inside us picks it up. Now the, the question I hear, is, I, can, I, 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 can yeah. I put it away at, at, on a moment notice? Meaning, let's say you're dancing at your friend's wedding. Right? There is, uh, maybe at that moment, in that Matthias, you could put away the, the competition. And you could be completely and totally happy for him, but to but but, but a relationship with a child and a parent, which is which, which, like Rebbe said, and the Torah testifies, the only time where you don't mind if someone gets ahead of you. But according oh, to what so Rebbe's saying, I shouldn't even I should have no feeling of it at all. Because allow me allow, allow me, uh, allow me to qualify maybe a little bit or to clarify. I think that statement. That statement of Chazal of Bakol Mekanech Chusim Rabbi Talmida means even of a natural nature, a person naturally 
is sees the, the, the son, the Talmud, so close to him, so connected to him, so growing from him, so to speak, that's it's his aslach is my aslach. There's, there's, there's no barriers, there's no, of course, a Talmud in the best case scenario, a child is a natural, such a power. Of course, even if he's clearly <laughs> way ahead of me, He's, he's the God Lador. I'm, uh, you know, a uh, Ben Taira, you know, I'm trying to learn. He's Bliyan Hara or he's fabulously wealthy. I'm, uh, I'm making a good Parnassa. It's fine. It's Givaldic. It's, it's natural for, for, the, for the parents not to Mekan. When it comes to a fellow Jew, it's not going to be natural. I'm not, I'm not pointing about, the, I'm not pointing out about, I think, I'm not pointing about a not having kina. I'm pointing out by the fact that you're not going to have kina. But there's still going to be recognition. Is telling you, right, that 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 is so part and part of us to have that recognition that someone is ahead of me, that someone, meaning that someone that I don't have a kinna for, I still recognize that they're ahead of me. So that I'm saying that portion is natural. So therefore, the competition is so natural within us. It's so ingrained in us. It is so part of us that you can't overcome it. I don't so, think that applies. Chaza, I don't, I don't think what you. I don't think what you're saying is, is applies in this case, because the Ramban says a lashon meaning to say he's being very precise in the measurements. He wants him to be successful in all areas, but I should be just a little bit ahead. I mean, I'm getting very, very medactic. That was something I meant to point out earlier. It's being very, very precise. Shouldn't be mamish equal to me. I should be just a bit ahead of him. We're not talking about like I, I don't want to be way ahead of him. Just epis. That means like I'm getting very, very calculated, very, very precise, trying to measure some things. I don't even know how you can measure, but I'm going to try to measure who's ahead of who. Torah so saying, let it go. Okay, if he if he'll be way beyond, maybe it'll be harder in the Hanami. But but I could still I want for him everything good. I'm not making the calculations. But certainly some things that are things that are very, very precise, that I don't have to get involved with. I don't have to try to be watching who's ahead of who now. I could say, I want to be successful. I want I want us to be successful together. Like the Rabban talks about, like the Ram talks about by Hel Chachover, the success should come to us together. I want we should be masliach together, not looking at who's ahead of who. If I can really feel this, I won't need to be caring about who's ahead of who. If I let myself feel it, if I let this be unencumbered, it will be good enough. It will be better. That's Tam Pashat. But the Iker and the Kuda is that I should be aware that what I'm doing is I am diminishing. I am almost disrespecting the Ava. I'm taking it away from what it really could be by using this relationship, using this person, as the means of measuring myself, as the means of trying to gain that sense of self-worth, winning the competition. He's my friend. I'm not competing with him. I'm stepping out of the competition with him. I don't want to be competing with him. I just want to be with him together. I want everything good for him. I want to be matzliach also. Hashem should bless both of us. And that's all I need to put my mind on. How to be matzliach, how to help him. How we should masliach together, nothing else needs to be added. And it's not out of my control to, in effect, be masiach das. When those thoughts come to my mind, I'll take my mind to a different place.
I'll think about what a good guy he is and how happy I am for him. Or I'll think about a shvertesis. I won't think about who's the head of who. And then it won't become part of my reality that I won't be competing with him. That I won't be noticing who's a little bit ahead of who. If he goes way beyond, okay, then it'll be a challenge. Maybe there'll still be a challenge. But that's not going to be a chesaron ava. Chesaron in the midst of ava is when I don't want him to be equal to me in the very outset. I want everything good, but just not equal. It means I'm holding on to this. I'm trying to use him as my as my measuring stick for my count for my success to be my competitor. Says the tire, don't use him for that. <laughs> Find somebody else. Compete with the Umasila, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Okay, I think um, this is uh, probably close to when we need to pause, if it uh, isn't already. Yes, yeah, so it seems that we've got a little bit over time. I don't want to be, you know, responsible for anybody feeling like I made them miss something. So uh, I give everybody a gracie ashakayach. But all uh, follow up. Thoughts are very, very welcome. I hope you know how to reach me. If you have anything to share, please do. Thank you so much, Rabbi. Have a wonderful evening. Thank you, Rabbi. Thank you very much, Rabbi. And go Chiefs. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I thought we didn't mix, mix the politics in here. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry about that. <laughs> okay. Have a good night. Thank you. Good to see everyone. Yes, likewise. Thank you so much for joining. One and all.